Hey team, it's Coach Buck here on location today, recording from the truck. I'm out of the basement, so hopefully the audio is okay on this one. Um, we're going to talk about gear today. I figured I'd start off with like a little bit of a topic versus I just sent out the newsletter, so kind of get you an update on what's happening there. Um, I get asked a lot of questions all the time about gear, especially, you know, people are just starting out, like, do I need all this stuff? I'm going to tell you today. So let's start with shoes. There's about, you know, a million shoes out there. There's really, like back in the day, when we first started doing CrossFit, you saw like Chuck Taylors, Innovates were like kind of on the scene. The Vibram five-finger shoes were big for a little while. Those things always cracking up. Actually, I, I love them. Uh, not to work out in. I just love them because they're weird and they're kind of fun to, to wear around. But uh, so we have people, you know, literally – Crossfitting in, in Vibrams, thinking that, you know, that barefoot movement was going to be, like, the way to go. Um, but now, today, we know, like, way too much. And uh, there's three shoes that are, are getting a passport right now on the street as far as uh, CrossFit goes. And that's, you got your Reebok uh, Nano. There's nine generations of Nanos, right? And I've seen from generation one to nine, own them all. The nine is amazing. They're doing a great job. We'll come back to that. Um, Nike Metcon. And you got Noble, their Noble trainer. Um, you know, I've worn them all. By far, Noble's probably, like, the coolest-looking shoe out there as far as, like, textures, colorways. Like, they they just look amazing. They're like the Cadillac of CrossFit shoes. Very small company out of Boston. Um, so whenever they drop, like, a really good-looking shoe, it's gone. Like, immediately, like, you have to be online, ready to purchase that guy, like, at 1201. Um, so, they, they never bring him back either, which sucks. Uh, Nike Metcon, you know, if you're a Nike person, you're a Nike person for life kind of deal, and you'll like them. They, for, to me, that was a personal thing. I didn't really like the way that they were going with that shoe. You know, I wore them, ended up cutting grass in them. Like, that's how much I like them. So, they really weren't for me. Now, I've had every type of nano that there is and they've like failed miserably some years come back really strong the next even like made some adjustments within the same year time uh they always drop a new shoe like right before the open uh and so far like i said before like the nine definitely my favorite they went back they even made the nine look like the very first original and i i remember vividly like when people were starting to get them at the box you know because you couldn't go buy them anywhere so They'd show up, they, they just got them in the mail. And it was funny, the, the first generation, they were called U-Form um, Nanos. You could stick your hair dryer in them and heat them up, and there was a little tag on the outside that would turn red to let you know that it was ready to stick your foot in. And then the, the inside, the insert in the shoe would mold to your foot. It was actually pretty cool, and I, I wish they still did it because it felt amazing. It could be just that the shoe was heated up, who knows, but... Um, it was a good technology. They even had it in their lifters. So we'll, we'll kind of like shoot off the lifters here in a second. But, um, yeah, you need CrossFit shoes to do CrossFit. Absolutely. So the three you got to choose from, in my opinion, you got Nike, uh, Metcon, uh, Noble Trainer, or I highly recommend the Reebok CrossFit Nano. Right? Those are your choices. Uh, lifters. Do you need a lifter? Uh, maybe. It really, like, depends on where you're at as far as, like, your CrossFit goes. Are you, like, really heavy into Olympic lifting? 
Um, the, the biggest advantage to the lifter is that it makes, it shortens your Achilles. So it has a high heel back, really rigid bottom, which is great for pushing off of. And then usually have like a buckle on the top where it just cranks down your forefoot for stability. Um, the shortening of the Achilles is where the, the money's made on that, on those bad boys. When your Achilles gets shorter, it will allow your ankles to flex more. So that's why, like, you'll see somebody struggling with a squat will sometimes put their heels up on a plate. The same principle. Now you're just walking around with heels or your heels up on a plate for the, the entire time that you're squatting, lifting, moving. Um, they're, you know, Reebok gave it a shot trying to make, like, a hybrid one. Karen loves them, swears by them, where you could kind of do, like, some Metcon style movements and also lift. And I think that's where they failed in some years prior, too, by trying to make them too stiff. They really wanted to give it, like, that lifting base. But, um, you know, it's it's real. that one's kind of a personal thing. I'm not going to say that you have to have lifters to do CrossFit. But uh, the further into it you get, you may want to go ahead and, and make that purchase. Uh, we're just going to travel right up the body. So we'll go to knee sleeves next. Knee sleeves come in, like, three different dimensions. So you got three millimeter, five millimeter, seven millimeter. Um do you absolutely have to have knee sleeves? No. Should you have them? Potentially. Yeah, that's, that's a user preference thing there, too. I think the biggest advantage a knee sleeve is going to give you is warmth in the, in the joint. So when they're, like, super cold out, I love wearing knee sleeves. I wear them anyway because I like to remind myself that I have knee problems. Because if I get going, you know, uh, and get way too into it, sometimes I'll try something that I, sh- I shouldn't. And the knee sleeve is like a great reminder. It's like a visual reminder, like, hey, dummy, don't forget that you've had three ACL repairs on your left side. All right? Not to mention that I literally have the best knee sleeves in the game. I got my my bear on my knee sleeves. Karen got me for my birthday. So I just like the intent when I go out there on the floor. So I like the knee sleeve there. Some brands to look at there. You got Rogue, Reband. Bear Complex is kind of coming on the scene with their own knee sleeve. And again, guys, uh, a knee sleeve, all it is is neoprene sewn together with a logo on it. So you're just going to go with whatever is in your budget, whatever you think looks good. Not a whole lot to them. Um, Rock Tape and I believe Rogue also make a shin guard, which is absurd for box jumping. But it comes in handy for climbing ropes. Good thing to do is get together with a buddy and buy a, a set. Like, you take one, he takes the other. You only really need one for climbing rope, or you just get a pair of high socks. Um, back in the day, like, if you weren't wearing, like, compression socks and, like, really high socks when you are crossfitting, like, you just weren't a crossfitter. Like, that was the look. And I actually loved those compression sleeves that you would put on your calves. They felt amazing. And then, um, I don't know, there's something about them. I, I used to wear them when I trained MMA, too, but they just always... I don't know, there may be a mental deal on that one, but, uh, yeah, so the the shin guard for box jumping is ridiculous, but to have it for rope climbs, that's a good idea there. Um, all right, heading up the body, we're going to go to wrist wraps. Should you have wrist wraps? Absolutely got to have wrist wraps. Karen and I went to the Olympic lifting seminar. This guy named Kurt Wolford taught it. Um, tortured us for two days with a PVC pipe. It was amazing. But one of the things he said that really stuck out with me to this day is to protect your wrists at all times. Like, if you injure your wrist in the gym, there's it's a long recovery, and there's not a whole lot of stuff that you can do 
without being able to pick something up. All right, so protect your wrists at all times. Wear the wrist wraps. Uh, there's plenty to choose from there. So that can get a little confusing. You can go super hardcore. Uh, Spuds makes one that's like, I don't know, it's like a canvas with Velcro on top with like a, like a metal lever that you crank down and it's like a, it's like a torture device. Um, I actually liked them for a little bit and then it just started like wearing away the skin like on my hands so I had to like get, get off those guys. Rogue makes an elastic one with Velcro which is really popular. I think it's like 15 bucks. Good support. Nothing wrong with them. They're awesome. Come in a bunch of different colors. Uh, I personally went to more of like a, I went to a cloth wrap around my wrist with like a little tie. And the reason I like this one is because I can, I can undo or tighten with just a twist, a little bit of a twist of my hand on my wrist. So if I'm doing something where I got to like have a little more wrist flexion, so like a push up, doing some push ups, and I've got to pop my feet and hit the barbell, I can like crank down that, that wrist wrap real fast in between. Not that I'm going real fast anywhere, but um, the options there. Um, so, yeah, have those things. Tape. All right, you see a lot of people taping their thumbs at the gym. Absolutely. I love tape, like, right on that, between where my thumb starts and the first knuckle. All right, it helps where the barbell sits. doesn't wear away the skin there. Um, you'll see some people tape their whole thumbs. I, I tried it. It just wasn't for me. I got a little claustrophobic with that. I didn't like having the tape like, on my thumbnail. Uh, again, like that's just personal preference. The reason that you tape the whole thumb is that when you're using the hook grip and the index finger comes over, that it can now make contact with the tape and not just the, your thumbnail. All right, so you can feel a little extra grip. And what goes taped in, why they're so widely, wildly popular, is that they made a little bit of an adhesive on the outside of the tape. So not only does it stick to your finger, but now you can, like, get a little bit of tactiness. So when you're, you're wrapping that finger over and it touches the tape, it really locks you in there. Um, Go Tape is the premier tape. Uh, it is definitely expensive. It's like 12 bucks a roll. Uh, you can get just athletic tape on Amazon. You can get, I think, like a bag of 10 rolls for, like, 15 bucks. Make sure you get the half-inch tape. You don't need the full inch. You're just going to end up ripping it in half anyway. So just get a half-inch athletic tape. 10 rolls, whatever, that'll last you a good amount of time. Um, but if you're really into the, the Go Tape, it's it's awesome, and it's got a cool logo on it. Um, I've seen other people using more like a flex tape, the self-adhesive kind of tape, so as soon as it touches itself, it locks it down. Again, like they, you know, people that use it like the, the ability for it to move with the joint so they can go over the joint and don't lose any, have any restriction. So something to look at there, too. Um, again, it's just kind of like playing with it. But you know what really sucks is there isn't really like a store that you can go try this stuff on. So you'll see people at the gym with stuff. If something interests you, like talk to them about it. They're like, hey, do you mind if I, you know, try your belt real quick? Uh, mind if I, like, you know, just get a feel for that real quick? Everybody will let you play with their stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's tough because you can't really go try it on and play with it. Uh, we didn't talk about belts. We could talk about belts for forever. Uh, should you have a belt? Yes. Do you absolutely need a belt? No. Belts are great for when we're getting to our to our last couple of reps with our heaviest deadlifts, our heaviest front or back squats. Um, some people just have like a really tight back because of improper mobility or flexibility and like to wear them all the time. I'm not going to knock you for it. Um, you know who you are. 
but should you have the belt on all the time? You know, no, not really. And um, Rogue makes, and again, Bear Complex is in the in the mix now too with the belt. Uh, make like a, a Velcro belt, which is cool because it's really fast on off. You know, crank it down. One of the, I guess, the misnomers or whatever about belts is that you have to wear them super tight and really get them in there. Um, what you need to do is, is, of course, you know, crank it down a little bit, but you got to leave like a half inch worth of space in order to breathe into the belt. And this will get you literally weaning yourself off of the belt in years to come when you learn how to breathe and brace correctly. Uh, we're not always going to do it, which is why we have the belt. But yes, you do need one. Go on road. They're about 20 bucks, 25 bucks. And uh, just pick out the one that you like. You'll, there's plenty of them walking around the gym that you can try on real quick. Rogue makes some Harbinger uh, Bear Complex. It's unlimited. It's out there. Just go buy whatever one you think is cool looking. Um, other gear. That's out there. There's so much gear, guys. Uh, you know, one of the really um, interesting things about our boxes, I would say, uh, I would bet that we're probably one of the only boxes around that have as many custom barbells as we do. I mean, it, it's awesome. I mean, who doesn't want their own barbell? It's such a luxury item, but it's a really cool luxury item. Like, if you're going to spend some extra money on doing CrossFit, get your own barbell. Like, how cool is that? You can get it, like, now you can get it with your nickname on it. You can get it with any color you want. Knurling, which is the grip. If you like a certain type of knurling, you get that specifically put on there. Um, I've seen some really cool ones walk through the door in collars to match them. It's just, it's really cool looking guys. And, uh, it's just fun. You know, that's, that's the one thing about this sport is that, you know, as we, as we're older now, like when we were little, like, you know, you showed up to play a sport and there was like, you know, a soccer ball or you had to use the team bat. You know, there was like one bat for the team. I was never that kid though. I literally had my own gear. Like time I started, which is probably why I am now, the way I am now. Um, but you know, now we're older and we got, we got a few bucks, and we can kind of, you know, dress the part a little bit, have some more toys to play with. You know, I'll always tell you that if you, the more gear you have, the more chances are that you're going to use it. All right, so go get the gear. If you, it turns out you don't like it, you don't like it, but make sure you have it. Um, it makes things more fun. Uh, especially, you know, one thing I, I got kind of glossed over were uh, grips, gymnastics grips. There's a lot of, there was anyway, a lot of trial and error there for a long time. And they evolved tremendously from when we first started. But um, I, I think like the first set of grips I had were called Jaws. And they were just like a thin piece of cloth. They were like, but we thought they were like the best thing in the world too when they came out. Like, oh, these are a game changer. Um, now you'll see most people are using the three-hole bear complex uh, carbon. That's a great grip. Uh, Victory also makes another gymnastics grip. Uh, no coach stoves, lace those a little thicker. So you need a little bit more grip strength to get away with the victory um, gymnastics wraps. But those you should absolutely have. Even if you're doing one pull-up, you need them. Pull-up with a grip on a taped bar is a huge advantage and will help you get further along your CrossFit career. It's actually illegal in the open. So when we get to the open, you're either going to choose, you know, grips or using the tape. And you'll see by that time you'll want the grips. Um, yeah, so that's, there's a whole lot of stuff out there, but, you know, to sum it all up, yeah, you need this stuff. Like, you would not go play basketball in soccer cleats. 
So when you come to do CrossFit, don't have running shoes on. Uh, you know, I know it's almost like sounds almost a little bit snobbish, but it's an investment, guys. This is like this is what you do now. So you got to embrace that, and you should have the gear for it. Um, right down to even like the shorts that you wear. Like for guys, like you know, you can't wear basketball shorts anymore. Like they're we're not playing basketball. They're gonna get in the way of your squat and of your jump, and the length is too long. Like you have to start thinking and, and looking around a little bit and be like, yeah, you know what? I do need a pair of Reebok CrossFit shorts from the outlet that are 15 bucks. I need them. Sorry. That's what I train in. Um, I mean, as far as like guys' shorts go, we could talk about that like all day. There's thousands of them out there. Just, you know, <laughs> wear something of appropriate length. We had a guy drop in one time. He stayed with us for about a week and the guy wore silkies, AKA Ranger panties. And, noble high tops for a week. I couldn't take him seriously. He could have been like a great crossfitter. I have no idea. I couldn't even look at him. So like save the range of panties. You guys wear those at home. Don't bring them into the box. Morgan can wear them. He's still in the military and the guy's built like a Greek god. The ladies don't seem to mind. But the rest of you guys don't even bother. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's my gear review. Um, I figured we'll go a little bit more of a topic today. Hopefully you checked out the newsletter by now. And I'm going to check the audio on this. Again, just driving to the box, um, spitting out some ideas on the review of gear. Always my favorite topic. Uh, let me know what you think, guys, down in the comments section. If you have any questions about anything else you might have been worried, wondering about, like, should I get this, should I get that? Um, you know, we'll jump in and give you, give you our take on it, and maybe we'll get a little bit more discussion going. All right, I appreciate your time. A little bit longer than 10 minutes today. Um, but there was a lot more to talk about. All right, guys, we'll see you at the box.